When it comes to learning a language, there's one thing that's holding you back more than anything else, and it's not textbooks, it's not grammar, and it's not even advanced vocabulary. Let's talk about it. All right, mate, and welcome to the Brit Speak Pod, the podcast designed to help you understand British life, British culture, and of course, British English. So let's get cracking. Hey, up, mate, how's it going today? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks for asking and welcome to episode 27 of the Brit Speak pod where today we're talking about the one thing that's probably holding you back more than anything else when it comes to improving your English. But before we get into all that good stuff, and today it's good because we've got a special guest, but before we get there, if you're new around here, my name is Dan. Nice to meet you. Please do me a favour, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. I'd appreciate that. And if you're not new around here, welcome back, mate. Nice to see you again. So today's special guest, someone I've known for a while, another northerner in the UK like myself, but I've not asked him on to come and talk about all things northern. No, I brought him on for a very special reason. We're going to be talking about mindset when it comes to learning English and how you should think about your language learning journey because... If you've got the wrong mindset, you're not going to do a good job at learning English. So, without further ado, here's today's special guest. It's Suki. How you doing, mate? I, uh, yeah, I'm all right. Glad to hear it, mate. So, for those who are listening that don't know who you are, please introduce yourself a bit. I'm Suki from Manchester. Love this city. Um, an English teacher, stroke coach. Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm wonderful, my friend. Like, buzzing to have you here, because... We've been talking for a while, but it's the first time we've actually got together and had a bit of a chat. So, yeah, very happy to have you here, mate. For those of you who don't know, like you said, you're an English coach, but you do something slightly different, right? It's not just grammar and vocabulary, is it? Like, what's 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 the deal? Yeah, well, the story is, you know, there's I've been an English teacher for about 15 odd years and you know, that's all pretty normal. Everything goes as it goes. You work at schools. I worked privately, you know, I worked um, doing one-to-ones, doing paired, paired lessons, classroom, done all of it, all the teaching stuff. And then it got to the pandemic, as you know, loads of teachers have a similar story and lost my job and just took the opportunity to go solo and doing what I've always wanted to do. And, you know, after a couple of years, something became blindingly obvious to me anyway, because I work with, particularly since going solo, I worked with, I work with, um, I've been working with high level English speakers, like Mm. almost exclusively, but I've kind of opened that up a little bit now, but that's another story, but high level English speakers. So we do vocab grammar lessons, you know, the typical traditional lessons, which were awesome. Mm. I had so much fun. So did they, I always got really positive feedback. But one thing that I noticed was even after spending all that time doing the grammar, doing the vocab, something was missing from my students' like, I don't know, expression. They Mm. still weren't feeling very confident. Mm. And I realized that to overcome their confidence issues, they were trying to feed themselves with more language Mm. and it was overwhelming them. And, you know, and it was like, not really, not really fulfilling the need that they had at that time. And that was 
to feel more confident in their communication mm. in English, to feel like they don't need to keep self-criticizing because that's mm. all I heard. And I, re- I was so surprised, really, because some people, honestly, they're English at C2 level. Like, they know more idioms than me, you know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, they were they were just really unconfident. And I knew there was a gap. There was something not being satisfied. Sure. So that's where you come in. Yeah, that's where I've come in. And I noticed, actually, I will give credit to other coaches out there on Instagram. I noticed um, a couple of other coaches doing this already or just having started doing that. And it really mm. interested me. And I thought, oh, OK, there are people out there who've seen the same issues Mm. as I have in my students. Um, so yeah, anyway, I realized I need to do something different to help these people who are actually not lacking anything linguistically, but their mindset was in the wrong place. You know, they were mm. being hard on themselves. They were constantly seeking for the answers in the wrong place. So that's where I came in. And I, and I started to talk about mindset more in my sessions, but not calling myself a coach yet, just mm. playing around with it. And now it's a year and a half later since I've started doing that. And it's like, I've got a course now, which includes mindfulness techniques, mindset stuff, and email coaching as well, alongside Mm. speaking fluency. So it becomes about this, like, it's focused on expressing yourself confidently about lots of different topics. So that's where the language side comes in, the communication, as well as going a bit deeper into empowering your voice a little bit in Mm. your second plus language and it's amazing the feedback I get now is amazing because people don't just say wow I can speak in English they say wow I can speak in English and I feel bloody good about it (laughs) and that's what we're after you know that's the whole point and I definitely think it's something that's really underserved because sure learning a language you need to spend time in the language you know learning vocabulary grammar whatever it is you need to do there's got to, that's got to happen but mm-hmm. it's not the be all and end all of absolutely everything there's more to it than that and mindset is a huge thing that is overlooked the next question i i have for you then is when it comes to language learners that are kind of just hearing this sort of stuff for the first time they're not really thought about it before what are some kind of tips or some starting points that you would give people to get the ball rolling so one place i would get people to start is checking in with yourself so just if you're about to go to a class if or online class if you're about to go to work in an english-speaking country or an international company you know if you're about to do anything in your second plus language particularly when speaking is involved ask yourself how am I feeling? It's so simple. Just ask yourself, how am I feeling? If you're feeling knackered, maybe your speech isn't going to be as good as it is. And this is in your first language too. If you're feeling um, nervous, maybe your breath has quickened up, sped Mm -hmm. up. So that means you're not going to come across as more confident, but it's nothing necessarily to do with your linguistic skills. It's to do with how you're feeling. If you've had a bit of a terrible week, Perhaps that's going to affect the way that you're feeling about how you're communicating, but it still might have nothing to do with your linguistic ability. You know, Mm -hmm. so separating language from how you're feeling is really important. And that's one place where I start in my sessions. Like, 
how are you doing right now? It's not asked enough, I don't think, in, mm. in language settings. And I absolutely love that. that that's powerful. Because, like, you know, it's very easy to just assume that we run at 100% all the time and we're always like some perfect cyborg. And if it doesn't work, it's because, you know, I don't have enough. So, like, if somebody's like that, how do you kind of get them to start overcoming that barrier that they're putting in front of themselves? And that's a really good question. And that's exactly where I'm at right now in my career. And that's what's happening is getting my clients to shift their perspective. So basically, if someone is saying, if someone is self-criticizing or if someone is criticizing themselves, I will hold their thoughts up to them and say, how can we look at this in another way? Like, what? how is that thought serving your confidence or your expression so that's what coaching feels like to me you know it's really you have to really tune into what that person needs do you need some rest do you need some vocal warm-up do you need to breathe do you need to move your body to get the stress out of it you know loads of loads of things like that and you mentioned as well native speakers and first language speakers this isn't this isn't exclusive for second plus language speakers i used to be such a nervous speaker in my first language and this is why i feel like i'm leveraging what i've learned and putting it out there to help others i used to constantly put myself down for the way that i spoke or wrote in english because i see it as my skill so <laughs> if that wasn't perfect i would put myself down I wouldn't attend social gatherings because I'd mm. think about how people would perceive what I'm saying. That's how mm. bad it got. So this is why I think another reason why, you know, I'm moving into this because I've been there. I've been there. Yes. I've, and now I don't feel any of that. I'm so happy. I don't feel any of that because I've worked on my mindset. I haven't worked on my language. I've worked on my mindset. It's all to do with how I thought about myself. So Yeah, I mean, like makes perfect sense. <laughs> if somebody is listening to this and they like the idea like okay i want to work on my mindset i want to kind of work out what's missing for me have you got any techniques or anything that they can start doing daily life wise you know like i know you are quite big into journaling for example or yeah. like this kind of stuff have you got any advice to that people like i don't know practical advice they could start using today yeah, that's a really helpful question as well. I mean, firstly, I just want to say everyone's really different, you know, so advice I give, even on my Instagram, won't it's not yeah. going to appeal to everybody in the same numbers. Take from this what what you think will work for you, whoever's listening. Um, but yeah, journaling, I mean, journaling for me has been cr incredible. For second plus language speakers, regardless of whether it's English or whatever, it can help you linguistically. So there's loads of things it can it can do, like vocab, reviewing vocab, um, getting used to writing uh, without any restrictions, without any red crosses on your page. Mm. Like no one's no one's telling you off, no one's marking it. You don't always need that. Also, what's really important, and studies have shown, you know that free flowing of thoughts onto your from your mind onto your paper serves as a big stress relief um so the thing is it's not for everyone and i know it's not in in my course speak and connect mm. 
there's an option to journal. And this time I've got 10, 10 members in the current group and three of them actively use the journal prompts. And I expect it to be like that, like less than mm. half the people because not everyone wants to do it. That's cool. I'm not here to force people. You do what you need to do. Mm. But if, if you, if you don't mind giving it a go, mm. I would advise people find it overwhelming. Like, oh, journaling, what do I do? Where do I start? What shall I write? Just set a timer for five minutes. Do it once a week if that's if that's doable for you. Before work, one day, you know, if you go to, if you leave the house at 8, 8 a.m., maybe 7.45, get your journal out, put a timer on, 10, five or 10 minutes. How am I feeling today about my English? First question, classic question. How am I feeling about communicating in my non-first language today? Why? What do I need? They're the questions. How am I feeling? Why? What do I need? Bob's your uncle. Off you pop. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Off you pop. Yeah, that couldn't have been a more British expression to finish that one up. I like it. <laughs> uh, before I kind of land the plane, so to speak, uh, where can people connect to you? Where can they find more? Like, how can they join your stuff? Like, yeah, what's the deal? Oh, uh, yeah. Cheers. So um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, English Coach. Lucky. Well, link will be in the show notes. So whatever, because full disclosure, we're recording this in December. And before this, we were talking about Suki's maybe changing the name of his Instagram. So yeah. uh, we're not sure if that's happened by now. So either way, the link is in the show notes. So click it. <laughs> Find uh, it. It'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've got like a couple of course courses coming up. Um, they are for high level English speakers and they focus on effective communication in English rather than, you know, uh, picking up vocab and grammar. So it is for high level English speakers. That's in January. It's called Speak and Connect. And in February, I've got a course where we analyze vocab, actually, and look at grammar structures, but not teach them. We, sorry, not learn them through teaching. We we analyze lyrics and we analyze the, the culture what's behind the culture, cultural references and things like that. So it yeah, cool. gets a bit, it gets a bit analytical and a bit geeky. So it's, it's music, <laughs> fun. but yeah, there's two courses I've got coming up next year. So just get in touch. You'll see me posting on Instagram about them all the time. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Wicked mate. So other than that, I just wanted to thank you again for coming on. It's been a lovely chat and yeah, hope you have a, a wicked day. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. Now, that were an absolutely awesome chat with Suki there, and I hope you took a lot from it. But if you only take one thing from it, I want you to remember that your performance in the language is not just down to your knowledge of the language. There's a lot of other stuff going on in the background that might be causing you to speak or not speak in a certain way. So take a bit of time, check in with yourself, find out how you feel, how you feel about your language, what do you need, and more than anything, just be kind to yourself, man. You're not perfect. Nobody is. Stop trying to be perfect and just accept where you are on your English journey. So I'm so glad Suki could come on today and share some of his wisdom, some of his knowledge, and some of it from his own experience as well. So yeah, even as natives and as English teachers, we don't perfectly communicate all the time either. So there's more to it than just knowledge of the language. Anyway, I really hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you check out Suki. His links are in the show notes and his courses are actually amazing. So if you're 
you're interested in checking out those things, all the links are there. But other than that, I'd like to know from yourself, how are you feeling about your English today? Let me know, send me a message, reply to the comment, the, the question, if you're on Spotify. But other than that, thanks so much for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, or you can go to britspeak.co forward slash britspeakpod and you'll never miss an episode. Miss an episode, not miss. It's been a long episode. Anyway, guys, have a good one. But that's it for this one. So I'll catch you in the next one. See you there.